everybody. Welcome back to Bookish. Um, it's just me, Sasha, here today as your host. Um, it's been a minute. I hope you're doing well. Um, thanks for all the love on, you know, social media. You should definitely follow us on Instagram and TikTok. Um, just revamped the, re- sorry, revamped the Bookish logo this morning. Um, it, there's a little me and then a little Kendall in the logo, so you know, go check it out. It's pretty cute. Um, yeah, so finals are over. I am very happy about that. <laughs> you know, just exam season is stressful for many reasons, but it's literally wake up, go to class sometimes, study, study, eat, go to sleep, do it again. And I'm so happy to be over it. You know, I'm, I love school, but breaks like winter break always, you know, make me really excited. Um, yeah, I can now address all of the books on my nightstand that are waiting to be read. As we speak, there is a new book that I just bought yesterday at a little bookstore um, downtown, and it's called... Actually, I don't remember what it's called. Hold on. Um, it, it's a book that I've been meaning to read. <laughs> sorry i feel like okay it's called an ember in the ashes by sabah tahir i'm pretty sure that's how you say her name and i'm pretty sure it's a her don't don't at me i'm just i remember it being a woman writing it anyways it's you know a classic fantasy i'm pretty sure it's ya but oh my god every time i go to a bookstore and i see this book i am so tempted to buy it but i usually i don't (laughs) But yesterday, I found a copy. It's used. Hello, sustainable girl. Like, yes, thank you. And it was a hardback for like twelve dollars. Um, yes, I, you know, I was, I'm very, I was very happy about that. Um, speaking of used books, I also just purchased the entire Lord of the Rings set. It's used, you know. So don't come at me. But they're pre-loved a little bit. <laughs> But apparently the condition is good. And it was like free shipping. Each of them were $4. So I spent a total of $12 on the entire Lord of the Rings set. Like, that's just, that's crazy to me. Um, I'm just, I'm just, I'm so excited about that. Um, it hasn't come yet. So, you know, I'm like, listen, I, I'm a fantasy girl. You know, I like, I like a good mystery. I love a good thriller, horror even. But, you know, at my roots, I will always just have a soft spot for fantasy and how can I call myself a fantasy lover if I've never read Lord of the Rings you know I read The Hobbit but you know I don't think that counts because I read it in like middle school and did a project on it so I you know I and I love the movies you know it's it's like comfort movie even though they're very stressful um yeah excited about that looking forward to doing an episode on the Lord of the Rings soon hopefully you know it's like the blueprint of high fantasy so how could I not do it So, you know, we've already done a podcast episode about The Cruel Prince, which is the first book in the Folk of the Air series. Um, Since I just finished the series last night, you know, yay, I'm going to do The Wicked King next because, you know, I can't just talk about Queen of Nothing and without talking about The Wicked King because, you know, I don't know, you've read it, maybe you haven't, maybe you're bored and you just want to hear my beautiful voice, you know, whatever works. Um, so The Wicked King is written by Holly Black, and I have the summary up here for you in case, you know, because it's, I guess, you know, I could ramble on and on and on, but you would not know what I'm talking about. 
After the jaw-dropping revelation that Oak is the heir to fairy, Jude must keep her brother safe. To do so, she has bound the wicked king, Cardin, to her and made herself the power behind the throne. Navigating the constantly shifting political alliances of fairy would be difficult enough if Cardin were easy to control, but he does everything in his power to humiliate and undermine her even as his fascination with her remains undiminished. When it becomes all too clear that someone close to Jude means to betray her, threatening her own life and the lives of everyone she loves, Jude must uncover the traitor and fight her own complicated feelings for Cardin to maintain control as a mortal in a fairy world. So that's kind of a lot. Um, spoiler alert, the betrayal is not that crazy. Uh, it's just someone, you know, she's originally a spy for Cardin, the High King's older brother who got murdered. Spoiler alert again. Sorry, there's a lot of spoilers in this. So, you know, I, if you don't care, then keep listening. If you do care, maybe read the, maybe read the books before listening to me ramble on and on about it. (laughs) Um, yeah, the betrayal is, I think it's the ghost, which is, oh my god i literally read it last night and i can't remember guys i you know i think my memory is leaving me like i sometimes have the memory of a goldfish it's so bad um yeah i think it's the ghost um he's one of the spies in the court of shadows which jude is a part of and when she becomes essential which i'm pretty sure is how you pronounce it (laughs) um to the king she kind of like stays a spy in a sense and like hires all of her spy friends so basically he the ghost has been working for Maddock the whole time and you know Maddock is the man who murdered Jude's parents and her twin sister's parents um in the mortal world and he kind of like stole them away basically the parents long story short uh her mother was married to Maddock and she ran away to the mortal world and married another guy and he's mortal so that's why Jude's mortal and living in fairy because Maddock just got bad shit crazy and was like I'm gonna murder you and your husband and then he's like well i have kids here morally gray to a t this man is you know and he's so he raises them and you know and i there's a lot of like conflicting feelings about maddock in this series which i can appreciate i can appreciate like not knowing where you stand he literally stabs jude you know in the third book and she's like well (laughs) like what's a girl to do what's what is a girl to do um anyways yeah the betrayal is was you know a little meh to me but there is you know a lot of tension between Cardin and Jude um you know they've got the enemies to lovers thing going on which to be honest I would not describe the series as an enemies to lovers which many people do or at least the people that I've seen you know videos and whatever about and I'm like eh is it really though is it really an enemies to lovers like at its core me personally i don't think so i think it has enemies to lovers in it but i think it's so much more it's about a mortal girl like finding her power and like not let letting anyone take it from her and she's like you know she's kind of power obsessed just like maddox and at times in this book she kind of realizes that she's in a sense turning into him um which is you know i i do like jude i know some people don't like her but um there's tension between her and Cardin, a lot of it and she doesn't really know if it's real or if he's just you know like tricking her because again wicked king he's kind of a jerk (laughs) he's kind of manipulative um it in all honesty i don't know how i feel about Cardin. am i like hubba hubba no i i have to be honest no um i mean it's 
he's got a lot of issues, you know? And I feel like you learn more about him in the third book, but, um, yeah, I'm not, like, obsessed with Cardin. Honestly, Cardin and Jude, I just wish there was more of a slow burn because I think I'm just that kind of person. I don't like it when they're just like, oh, like, let's sleep together because, you know, blah, 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 blah. I don't know, like, snooze a little bit. So I'm kind of happy that it wasn't all enemies to lovers because I would have been bored. I like that Jude is just, like, fighting people and trying to get power and, like, struggle through having a murdering father that's trying to take her throne because, spoiler alert, at the end of this book, the, so the ending is really what got me. Um, Cardin is like, oh my god, I like, I want to be with you. Marry me so that you can control me that way or something like that because I don't, I don't really know what the, I, you know, this is when I miss Kendall. Kendall, please come here and explain it to me. Um, maybe in the next episode she will. Uh, yeah, so he, they get married like in his room or something because in fairy, like the rules are different and so she's the first mortal queen of Elfheim, which I'm pretty sure that's how you say it. So don't come at me if that's not how you say it. Um, and then he like banishes her or no, he exiles her like the next day because <laughs> she murders his older brother because he was a dick. Do I remember what he did? No. But yeah, I, do I know he did bad things? Yes. Yes. He had it coming. I'm sorry. Nobody liked him. Balkan, I think his name was. So jude is like oh my god he just exiled me and again she has an issue with her pride i think so her pride is like she says i'm the queen you can't exile me and oh my god a hit to her pride because everyone literally everyone starts laughing at her and is like you are delulu my girl you are delulu and you know what jude it's okay i believe you we all believe you um that's how the book ends she goes back to the mortal world where her older sister lives and that's how it ends and it's like a big betrayal and I didn't see it coming in a sense because I didn't expect Cardin to like have the upper hand on her because you know Jude is usually the upper hand on everybody else and I was kind of proud of him I was like wow like you you got her she wasn't she wasn't expecting that <laughs> you know um the story just has such I not the story I think the world has a very like nostalgic place in my heart now it almost feels like I've been familiar with this world for like my whole life but obviously not okay not my whole life but like since I'm very young like you know worlds like Harry Potter or like Percy Jackson stuff like that like you know the ins and out of it um I don't know something so like old like mythology about Elfheim just makes it so appealing to me I don't know why because it's literally just a YA fantasy book and it's literally the world is called fairy <laughs> like I I don't know it it made me really happy and the second book was great but the third book was my favorite um now let's talk about I'm kind of going out of order here so bear with me um Jude in the middle of the book gets captured because there's a there is a tension between the above ground like land which Cardin is ruling over and the undersea and it's kind of confusing but it kind of gets resolved by the end of you know this this book or the beginning of the next book um you know the real the big tension is Maddox and his army that he's you know he's trying to he wants the throne whether he sits on it his son sits on it he wants to control whoever's on the throne if not himself um 
but their tension in this book is with the undersea or the people in the water i think they're just called like the mayor or like the selkie i don't know i might be i might be confusing it with crescent city in all honesty because i also did read that and i know they're called the mayor under under the sea <laughs> so you can correct me if i'm wrong um she gets like taken down prisoner because she's like the king's right hand and they literally like torture her underwater for like i think like a month or something which is terrible and she like goes through this and i'm like girl this is depressing as fuck you know um nothing is worse though than throne of glass when aelin is locked in that iron box for a couple months that's definitely worse you know that's worse also if you have ever seen vampire diaries i am re-watching it right now literally my comfort show i don't know what it when it becomes cold outside i need to watch vampire diaries you can take my advice or not but it's the best to watch in the fall time <laughs> or the winter i guess um and there is a scene where stefan one of the main characters he's literally like locked in a coffin and like the person threw the coffin underwater and he's a vampire so whenever he come he dies he'll just like heal himself and come back to life for like two seconds before he drowns again this man just drowns over and over and over and over and over again for like i think three months and i think that is also one of the worst torture plots i've encountered so yeah that's you know not fun not to say that you know jude's underwater experience wasn't bad it just i i feel like i've been desensitized a little bit with torture <laughs> sounds terrible but i do watch vampire diaries <laughs> and if you know you know that the end of especially the end of that series has a lot of torture do i like that maybe not but a lot of torture in that show a lot of torture in throne of glass too i feel like um yeah it was kind of sad also jude is like kind of young i think she's like 18 or something um younger than me and i'm like girl how are you this smart because i don't know i don't get it um this was a very rambling episode, so, you know, you can let me know if you liked the shorter ones, and you can also let us know if you hated this one, because Kendall will be back, so, you know, if you hate me and you hated this, then I'm really sorry, but read the series, it's really good. Um, I'm happy. I've been wanting to finish The Folk of the Air for a while. Keep a lookout on our TikTok and Instagram which I will share with you right now. Um, our Instagram is, wait for it, bookish.podcast underscore, you know, post almost daily there. So hit us up, say hi. Oh my God. So sorry. <laughs> sorry. Um, our TikTok is bookish podcast is one word, dot seven, seven, seven. Um, I, we post fun stuff there. So come say hi. And thank you for listening, my lovely bookish friends. We'll see you next time. Bye, bitches.